Welcome back, y'all, to the Zachary Wingate Podcast. This is episode 13. Wow, time flies. And today is very special. I have a guest today, one of the first outside of my wife, my friend Phil Gassard. What can I say about Phil? I've known him since 2011. He's been my buddy. Been through Peace Corps together. We lived together in grad school and we moved to D.C. So today's show will be interesting. We talk about a number of things. First thing being CrossFit, which was a which a good conversation. But what was really valuable about this podcast is Phil was able to provide some insight about the podcast. So sit back and relax and listen to Phil Gassert. Hey, we are recording. We finally got it worked out on my end on the technical difficulties. Sorry about that, Phil. It's all right. Uh, so when are you going to add my play-in music to this? I can add it whenever. You just send it to that's me. Po- that's post-production? You don't yeah. do it live? No, right. it's, I mean, I'm a one-man team here, but I can definitely add it in. Yeah, okay. I know other people who do it live, but that's fine. That's fine. Well, they might, do they have a team or are they, what are they alone? I have no idea. Well, if they do it live, then they're talented people. I don't have that talent, but that's okay. Well, cool. Well, you're the first guest on my podcast. I appreciate it. And first of all, what's your phone? What do you order for dinner? <laughs> uh, nothing special. Just some noodles and, uh, yeah. So like it's it's like dry it's soup dry soup noodles pork some dumplings uh, some lettuce yeah I don't really know how to describe it but it's very cheap and it's all right and then like what is the number one foreign food in Thailand is it American food or what do they order for Western food yeah I mean, for like any foreign food there's a ton of Indian restaurants here so it's probably that. But, I mean, it's Bangkok. You can get whatever you want. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's like McDonald's everywhere, but there's also Michelin-star French restaurants. So depends. So it makes sense. I mean, right now I'm in Ecuador, right outside of Quito, the capital, and it's not as – I mean, it's really nice. I think obviously Bangkok is going to be way more developed. But here they have a ton of hamburgers. Like hamburgers are everywhere. It just blows my mind. Are they good at making them? There's this place called Inca Burger, and they're really good. They're like huge cheeseburgers. And they give them like indigenous names for the mountains around here, which is pretty cool. So they have like a Chimborazo burger and things like that. And then there's this, there's this burger place here that makes me laugh because it was like an American, okay? His name was Rusty, okay? He came to Ecuador and he started like a knockoff brand of McDonald's. So he has like four Rusty Burger places and you walk in there and it like reminds me- It's like Rusty Burger. What's up? It's just like- like Crusty Burger, yeah. Just like Crusty Burger. So you, you go in there and you're like, this dude just moved here. Stole all of McDonald's ideas and just created his own little franchise. Smart. It is smart. And I'm like, and he has like handlebar mustache. He like wears a hat. It's 
he has like a whole thing going on for himself. But good for him. But the food here is like it's not. I don't know, man. It's it's not. It's good. It's just essentially the Ecuadorian food is a ton of soup. So like for lunch, they'll like serve you soup, and then you'll get like some type of meat with rice, and then maybe a potato, and they have like an ahi, which is like this spicy salsa. So it's interesting, like the food here. They're like, "Do you like the food?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like super. It's not like." It's not like I'm eating like a goat head. Like it's pretty close to my normal food I'd be eating in America. No. Right. It's not like back in your town in Arkansas. Yeah, it's not like my town in Arkansas where we used to eat cow's heads for fun. Exactly. And then go from there. But Mm. I don't know. And then Q radio. What's up? Nothing. Go ahead. I'm kind of curious to know, like, what the CrossFit is like there. Are the people like, you know, because we're both in CrossFit in Ecuador, it's been an interesting experience. And I wonder what it's like there compared to America. I don't know. Well, I did CrossFit. I started CrossFit in Thamesville, Wisconsin, when I was visiting home uh, in late 2021. And there I would go at like the 9 a.m. class. So it was me and like, 40 to 50 year old suburban housewives um, who were lifting more weights than me because I just started and I'm weak. Um, here, it's mostly, I don't know, it's mostly young people. I go to like the early morning class. It's young people. They're all really fit, but it's not, I don't know. People think like CrossFit is like a cult. It's literally just a workout class and most people are pretty friendly, but they don't take it too seriously. I don't know. There's, I don't think there's that much to say about it. It's, it's pretty straightforward. And the workouts... I don't know, man. My workouts here, I don't know if they're harder or what, but the guy who owns the CrossFit gym, he's cool. I like him. Like, we've hung out before outside of CrossFit. And yesterday, his workout was, okay, do 12 deadlifts, okay, nine nine power clings, six, six snatches for four rounds. And you had to do them twice, and then after that, you had to go run 200 yards up a hill. So, so you had to do the, that number of things twice, then do the run each yeah, round. It was four rounds. Yeah, that's a lot. I was like, every workout, I'm like, is this? What is this? Like, yeah, you like have me in there doing like crazy stuff. And the CrossFit gym is on this little dirt road. And if, if you didn't know where it was, you just wouldn't know. It's not, like, necessarily sketchy, but it's an interesting gym. Do you know. talk to all the people in your gym? Do you try and make friends? No, because every time, like, I get to CrossFit, I'm already nervous because I'm like, what am I about to do? And I'm then, not nervous, but I just, like, I, why has everybody got to be friends? What do we, you know, why do we get a small talk? I don't, I don't need, you know, just, I don't know. That's my take. I don't small talk. You know, I used to small talk a lot when I was like in my 20s. I don't small talk as much anymore. I just kind of show up, work out. I'll talk to the owner and then I'm starting to make some friends, but I don't really like talking during workouts and I don't want to be friendly because I got to be honest with you. Like I don't hate CrossFit, but whenever you lift weights, you kind of feel good. Like, oh man, I'm here lifting weights. I feel good about when I'm doing CrossFit. I don't feel good about myself. 
I feel horrible. <laughs> I like it. I have fun. And yeah, I've made some friends there now too. But no, exactly. It's like, like I'll talk to the people around me, but it's the people that like are talking throughout and making a big show of it. And I don't know. No, that, I think that goes for anything. That's not just CrossFit. Very extroverted people bother me. I yeah. So. Well, I guess. I mean, I'm. I don't know. Like it feels to me when I go to CrossFit, like when I was a kid and I, right before I'd have baseball practice or game, and I was like, I don't want to mess up. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on. I'm like slightly focused on what I'm doing. I you know? feel that way days before you have to do um, handstand push-ups because I can't do it. It's like a mental block. When you kick your feet up in the air to do the handstand, my feet get about a foot off the ground, so that's embarrassing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't really care. Like I like I still lift way less than almost everyone around me. Like there are literally 100 pound Thai women who are you know doing the hand clean and they're doing more weight than me. So I don't know how it's possible. Like if I, just... I had any pride, I wouldn't go at all. So, <laughs> right. I mean, it's a good humbler. That's the thing is like the first time I did a handstand push up, it's like it should go without saying that you're just going to make a big ass of yourself. Because when I did it, I fell over and I hit the wall in the middle of like a full class. And in my mind, I'm like, I bet they see this all the time, you know. Oh, but if, sure. So I went home and I did it because I was so eventually I got it, but I can't do like I can do a handstand, but the push ups are a little bit tricky. They exhaust me, man. Nothing exhausts me more. The only thing I think that's embarrassing is when people just like quit or they don't like they'll do the first part of the workout and then they're like, oh, I'm not doing this. That I think is embarrassing because then you're just like sitting, staring at your phone. It doesn't happen often, but every now and then someone will just like decline to do something. And that I think is a little embarrassing because it's like you're you're paying to be here. Yeah, I never I never I never quit, but I definitely like at my old gym in Boulder, it was a pretty, what I realized is there's different layers of CrossFit. Like one is like the suburban and then you have like the elite CrossFit people. But the one in Boulder wasn't like that. And one thing I forget is my rounds. Like if I'm working out really hard, I can't remember if there's 25 rounds, I will, I like, it, it takes a lot for oh, me to remember it. Dude, you got to write that down. You get like a little chalkboard or something. They don't, That's they don't have that at this gym. And the other day, I was in this crazy workout for 29 rounds where it was four pull-ups. Okay. Once again, like it was was four pull, it was two power cleans with something heavy, four pull-ups and six burpees for 29 rounds. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm like, is this normal workouts or is it just a little bit extreme over here? No, that would be like the most extreme workout we would do. And it's you do at, a lot of pounds. It's at it's at eight thousand. It's about seven thousand feet here. So every time I'm in this class, I'm just like, I cannot believe how much of a pathetic person I feel like. But I just have to tell myself it's just the altitude. Sure. Yeah, you were a supreme athlete. You know, everywhere else. So I wouldn't. Sure. I mean, I don't. It's not that I'm not a supreme athlete. I'm beyond. I'm way below average. I feel, but I do. It's like it's the competitiveness that pops in your head. You know what I mean? I guess, man. I, I I'm not competitive with that stuff. With this, it's it's impossible to be. 
I'm not, I guess I'm competitive with myself because I really- Are you the only gringo there? Yeah, there's like, you know, there's no, there's no gringos there. I'm the only gringo. Interesting. The class is in Spanish, but luckily there's a lot of words in CrossFit that you just use in English. Yeah. But that, Are you- I mean, and I'm, I think I'm like gotta be one of the oldest people there too. <laughs> It's like a bunch of youngins. Sure. But you know, we get all kinds of people from all over the world. Yeah, that's a cool part about CrossFit is like no matter where you go, you're always going to be tied into the same workouts. And like the double unders on the jump rope, like I just started getting them, but it's the type of gym where you have to bring your own jump rope and I always forget it. <laughs> so do you just jump up and down? No, we like... He makes me do jumping jacks, but the other day yeah, he was yeah. like, do burpees instead. And I literally went and borrowed someone's jumping rope because I was like, I'm not doing burpees. Yeah, no, that's not fair. Burpee is way more than a jump jump rope. I know, that's... but it's like, it's this is the type of gym where it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's not a lot of sympathy. It's like, just do it. I'm like, oh, God. Can but... you get a massage in Ecuador? Like, is there, are there massage parlors? I have not got them. There's not massage parlors here. Since I started working CrossFit, all of a sudden the Thai massage has become this like invaluable part of my life because my muscles get so tight. So like once a week for whatever, I don't know, for $5, I can go get some old Thai lady to like beat the crap out of my back. Yeah. And that's true. It's like whenever I do, when when I first started doing power cleans, my freaking traps would ache. And this happened to be another time I was in Ecuador and I was at the beach and this lady came up and was like, do you need him like massage? And I was like, hell no. And like, she grabbed my traps and once she started massaging them and I felt the looseness in my muscle, I was like, yes, please. Like, it like really changed. It was a game changer. Do you think most of your listeners, the, the, I mean, you got to be up to thousands now. Do you think they like listening about, you know, CrossFit talk? I think my listeners just like to listen about a, a random amount of stuff, you know, because yeah, it's really the personality. It's whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. But, you know, we can talk about whatever. I mean, if I mean, I think CrossFit's interesting because I don't ever get a chance to talk to anybody about it. Because, because all the, but it's just it's been an interesting experience, you know, I think for me. But we can talk about what else would you like to talk about, Phil? You got something on the heart? Uh, no, I don't. I have nothing else. So we can talk about CrossFit forever. I do have, I have a page written in my notebook of tips for you, ways to improve your podcast. Okay, let's hear this. Let's hear the tips. Let's go over them. Let's get okay. like that. Okay, so I've, I've broken it up into, let's see, six sections. So the first section is topics for future episodes. Okay. Uh, second is bits that you can do. Okay. Uh, the third is play in music, general sounds that you can bring to your podcast. Okay. Uh, the fourth is your personal strengths. The fifth is your personal weaknesses. Okay. Um, and then general tips. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's All right. Amazing. So let's yeah, I mean, I put a lot of thought into this. I, oh. I, I sat at my at my desk today at work and I just ignored emails and wrote this. Let's right, hop in it. Let's start with one. 
Okay, so so the first is topics for future episodes. Okay, so my first one was Genghis Khan. I think maybe it would just be good if you talked about Genghis Khan. And like even like, is it Genghis or is it Yangus or Jangus? Okay. Okay. I, um, okay another topic. Another topic could be Neanderthals. Okay. Given like given your your lineage. That's Might true. Be good to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, biscuits and gravy. Uh, Arkansas football. I don't know that you know. See that, that would be of interest to anyone but you. That's but, true. Uh, that's true. What are you gonna do? Um, working as a stone lifter. Mm-hmm. What was that like? You could talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, board game origin stories. You could talk about how board games were created. <laughs> <laughs> wow because you know you heard like monopoly was invented because someone wanted to like teach the evils of capitalism and then it was a huge success and they they made millions of dollars see i feel like if, if i did a board game special i'd have to bring you back on and maybe we would have to do dual research on it okay well i just exhausted all my board game knowledge so Right there. Wow. Those are some interesting topics, Phil. I like them. I got one more. Uh, The cost of living around the world. Because you've lived several places. So, you know, you could talk about, look, everything, you know, like the big ones are rent and food. But like, I don't know, pick something small. Like how much does it cost to rent uh, a moving truck? And then you could talk about, yeah. So anyways, hey, food for thought. That's my topic recommendation. No, those are some great topics. I like them. Great. Okay. Well, you're going to love these bits. Okay. Okay. Um, So you could do, uh, and I'm envisioning these bits as happening to like the end of your podcast, maybe. Okay. Um, You could do, uh, what's the deal with Wednesdays? So it's Wednesday. You do it. What's the deal? And then it could be like a Seinfeld thing. You know, what's the deal with, you know, I don't, I don't fucking know. I didn't think about any examples, but that's something you could do. Okay, I like that. What's the deal? What's the deal with Wednesdays? Uh, then you could have the stat of the day. So you could just have a stat, and you could call it the statistic of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do fuck that guy Fridays, mm-hmm. where you pick one person and, and you make them the fuck that guy of, of for, for Friday. See, I feel like I'd bring you in because I feel like you would do a really good job with that. You could just oh yeah, loose. I could do one. I could do one right now if you want. It's Thursday, but you know. And um, what would you have for Thursday? I didn't come up with anything for Thursday. I st- I have, I have uh, three more day things. I have TikTok Tuesdays. I don't even know what that would be. I've never been on TikTok. I just know you love it. Um, <laughs> And then I have this one I like, water skiing squirrel Saturdays. So the idea is you pick like a really like a totally useless store, news story that people would enjoy. Like in the Anchorman, in Anchorman, the movie at the beginning when they show a quick shot of a, of a, a squirrel water skiing. And then um, Ron Burgundy says that was a great story, rich and compelling. You know, it's water skiing squirrel Saturdays. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then I wrote, do an episode while eating a burrito. But I I think that sounded funny to me for like half a second. So I wrote it down, but that doesn't seem that good to me anymore. Hmm. Uh, 
And then, hey, how about that holidays? I was really on a holiday. You could say it's a holiday, so you know what time it is. It's, hey, how about that? And then you would talk about something you think is neat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those are all my bits. Those are good bits. Those are, that's a good foundation right there because like with because it's a 365 podcast and i'm really just seeing it's almost like an experiment to see what happens after 365 days for content like i need all the help i can get that's what i was saying i was like what the hell is this guy going to talk about he's already talked about china like seven fucking times <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know a lot of stuff it's like uh, i kind of i jumped into it willy-nilly because like I found it on TikTok. Like this dude dropped a TikTok where it's like, just give it a shot if you can do it, because potentially you can you'll never have to be paid again. And sure. I'm, I'm at like the second week and I'm like, yo, I really need to start putting more time and effort. Cause normally I'll just think of something and record. Like I've done a little bit of pre-show work for a couple, but not too much. And it's definitely getting to that point where it's... Well, if you're doing it every day, man, it'd be tough to do too much work. And also, I think like all content creators are pretty terrible at first. Like no one likes first video or podcast is, you know, most yeah. people don't know what they're doing. And that's exactly, yeah. And I have like, that's why, you know, I'm not like super connected to the content yet. I have to start putting more time and effort because normally I'll just think of something and record. Like I've done a little bit of pre-show work for a couple, but not too much. And it's definitely getting to that point where it's... Well, if you're doing it every day, man, it'd be tough to do too much work. And also, I think like all content creators are pretty terrible at first. Like no one likes first video or podcast is, you know, most yeah. people don't know what they're doing. And that's exactly, yeah. And I have like, that's why, you know, I'm not like super connected to the content yet. I've been trying to come up with at least one or two good pieces but yeah, I mean, that's all really helpful. And then it's just to keep going. So what else, what else you got on the list? All right. So now I'm at, I'm onto the play in music and this one, I don't have much. I have, uh, so play in music is like the intro music, or if you have a guest or before like a skit. Um, so like for fuck that guy Friday, you could play, uh, fuck you by CeeLo green, you know? Yeah. Um, then I just broke with a little luck by Wings, which is going to be my intro music because I think it's just perfect for introduction on like a radio or podcast. I also thought for you maybe a good one. I don't know, Rhinestone Cowboy. Mm -hmm. I mean, look up the lyrics. I feel like I feel like that's you. Um, okay. And then you could just like mix in like Stone Cold's intro music from WWF. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good intro music right there. Like if you have a surprise guest, like people aren't expecting anyone to join this episode, and then all of a sudden you hear the glass shatter, you know, and then it's like, oh my god, that's that's Goose's music, and then you know, Goose can can come in and and talk about something. Ooh, like you, you're, you're, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with your brainstorming on this. I think you've yeah. you've mm -hmm. exceeded my expectations. Well, all I ask for is an executive producer credit. Once, hey, once the funding starts rolling in, you'll be the first person I call. <laughs> oh well, that's in my general tips. I have get sponsors. Yeah, that's a so. good. That's a good one. I'm. I'm still. I feel like, like I'm kind of putting it at when I do podcast a hundred. 
I just expect there to be some type of movement. <laughs> You'll feel entitled to compensation. Okay. Um, all right, now I'm on personal strengths. Have, you have a casual tone with smooth delivery. You have a folksy charm and you have interesting experiences to draw on mm -hmm. and that's it. Okay. How big is the, uh, is the weakness list? Is it bigger? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but your the first weakness is you have a soft voice. Okay. So, you know, some people might just hear your voice and be like, this guy's soft. Um, weak topic introduction. So like, I think you had like, like your cow episode was really good, but like, you literally started talking, I think, about like the cow mutilations, like everyone just like had a common understanding that this was a phenomenon, which like, I think you could do the introduction and then play your intro music. So like you could say something like, you know, like, like a cow was found turned inside out with no tracks around it. Was it some practical jokers? the military or something else and then um, you hit the intro music you know yeah, and like, are... like like you're 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 hooking you're engaging the interest yeah i like that um your image for the for the podcast says nothing is off the table and the words are on a table mm -hmm. uh i don't like that <laughs> um, <laughs> um and then uh, you have your, you have the occasional, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but the word I looked it up, it's malaprisms, mal malaprisms. Mm -hmm. uh, it's when you use a phrase incorrectly. Okay, I'm gonna have <laughs> lots of those. Yeah, yeah the other day, <laughs> you were trying to say that you were going to get to the meat of the story and you said, that you were going to get into the meat of the potatoes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know why I do that, but sometimes it's like my brain, like the wires get a little bit weird when I, but yeah, I definitely know that I do that. Yeah, or like how you say birthday, birthday for no reason. Birthday, birthday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, this, because of, this is really what happened. Okay, Phil. As you know, I'm dyslexic. Okay. And when I learned how to speak, I never learned how to read words. And my mom is my mom is dyslexic. So the way she pronounces words is the way I learned how to do it. And it's like I have to be so aware. And it's not a knock on my mom, but it's like I gotta be so aware of how I speak because I can do that. And Natalie catches it every time because she knows she likes you. She just, she's really, she knows her English much better than I. Well, that's good. At least you have someone looking out for you. Yeah, it's good for our kids one day when we all be like, hey, this is why I married your mom. So leave me alone. Well, that actually leads into my first general tip, which is to have Natalie on more. Uh, she was only in one episode I listened to, um, but I felt like she had a good presence. Like, yeah. Like confident in it. Yeah. I was like, okay, this, all right, we've got a, we've got someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. She has good chemistry and she, she definitely, we've done podcasts before, but I think because of her work, you know, she just, she's, she just, and she has a great voice. It sounds, it's very clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
correct. Okay. Um, and then I actually already talked about this one. I have set an agenda before playing intro music. Already talked about that. Um, movies, music, maybe this is a bit, it's not really a bit, or but it could be a topic. Um, movies, music, YouTube, podcast recommendations. So like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, you could do like, like recently I fell down a rabbit hole of this YouTube channel that talks about YouTube celebrities who are no longer popular. And I didn't even know any YouTube celebrities. And apparently there's these people who were getting like 10 million views every week. And now everyone thinks they're a Nazi or something like that. And I was like, oh, huh, who knew? So you could talk about that or whatever it is, whatever movie or music, like you could do an episode about how Top Gun isn't actually all that good because, you know, they would, they would have used an ICBM. Okay. And then, oh, say something to timestamp your episodes. Maybe you want your episodes to be timeless, but I think it'd be good if instead of just, instead of saying the date or in, in, in addition to saying the date, you said something like, I don't fucking know. Like, it, it, I guess it could be your news or something about. Yeah, I guess I didn't think this one through. No, but something like, that, yeah, yeah, just that makes sense. Just to kind of give a reference to when it's happening, so if people are listening, it's it's not off the cuff. Yeah, you could be like, it's Friday, August nineteenth, and it looks like those clowns in Congress are up to it again. What a <laughs> bunch of. Something. It looks like those clowns in D.C. are having another circus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I have get get sponsors. That's my last. That's a good one. Hey, that's a great list, Phil. Like, I really appreciate you providing that feedback. Because, hey, no problem. Um, for me, like, it's kind of like going into the abyss with the podcast show. Um Oddly enough, my brother has a radio show right now called the Isaac Wingate Podcast, and he's actually sent, he's on the radio station in my local town, and it's just kind of funny because I didn't intentionally think we would both have it. His is obviously, he is well-known, but, but his, like some of his bits are like that, and when you were telling me, I was thinking of that potential thing, but I like how there's just a lot of different ways you could do it to create kind of like a framework for the show. Yeah. And I don't think the bits have to be like, they don't, they shouldn't even be like the episode. It's just something that like happens every now and then like, yeah, a recurring bit, like every now and then you'll be talking and then you'll be like, and guess what? Now we got a statistic of the day. And then the statistic is whatever. McDonald's sells 20 billion hamburgers a day, but that's your stat of the day. But wasn't that, that, isn't that cow mutilation thing crazy, though? Like, whenever you think about all of the information and just how there's, we just, there's still no explanation for what happened. Yeah, man, I don't know. And then I guess Tucker Carlson did a bit, did a whole shoot on cow mutilations this week. And I was like, he must have heard my podcast and got some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I think wait, because there's nothing going on in politics right now. He, he had to shift to cow mutilations. Yeah, I don't know. It's like really weird. It's like, so you just, you're doing cow mutilations? Like that seemed like that's not necessarily fringe. Maybe fringe well, it's journalism. Certainly, it's certainly not original. It's certainly not original, but it's really interesting. 
No, for him, because you did it. So now he's just... You know. he's, he's living in my shadow, which is fine. Yeah. It's pretty big, but... Send him an email at telling him you hope he enjoys the sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Tucker, I hope you enjoy the sloppy seconds. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that's all really good content. I mean, that's really good advice for me and feedback. Because I look at my stats, and I'm pretty sure you listen to the most podcasts, but I have some people in Ecuador, in the United States, and the UK that listen to it as well. And it's been pretty interesting to see how quickly, like, people listen to it. And, like, do you, I mean, I guess when you listen to it so far, it is enjoyable, or is is it pretty, because I've been trying to edit it and do a couple things to make it more enjoyable. Honestly, it's not bad. I, like I said, like I said in the in the strengths, you do have a smooth delivery. Like if I feel like most people, myself included, would be saying like a lot of ums and likes and kind of meandering. And for the most part, I feel like you stay on topic. I think you're also good, right? And I think we're running way over on this point. But I think it's good that most of your episodes are like 15 minutes long. You know, like it's like a, jo- a quick jolt, like a quick quick yeah trip into the mind of you know the the philosophical musings of, of zach wingate it's not this long drawn out thing so yeah i don't know like for what it is especially if you're going to do it every day i think that's the way to go is like keep it simple keep it casual but you're able to still stay focused on whatever it is you want to talk about mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know it's not bad it's just about like you got to find your own identity with it or whatever but that takes time no, that's true. And today I might like I really like the the list bit. So I might I don't know if I'll cut out some of the other stuff from before to keep it in that time period, but I'll definitely play with it. And then two, now that I know how to like record and do it with the Zoom, I think on I don't know we're gonna we have our show on Monday, and I almost think we should talk about Top Gun too and kind of what our thoughts are on that. Greatest movie ever, Mike. So I mean, um, I think that's debatable, but we. Can, this is. We should also note this is our first podcast. This is our first podcast, and you're the first guest. And I think. I think no, it's not. What's up? We did it with, with your friends in Virginia. We did a podcast with your friends in Virginia. Yeah, but that's you know that was our first podcast, and I really don't remember because I felt like I like drink a lot. Well, I walked into a closet on accident that night. So, yeah, we did drink a lot. But um, there's like some moments in my life, like when I'm really down, that I think about stuff. And when you walked into that closet, I was like, there's, there's only one fill. But it did, where the door was, it did look like it would be the outside door. It was the, it was located where the exit should have been. Like That's if sure. you, I can see if like you walk into a place for the first time and it, you weren't really familiar, you would be like, oh, this is the door, and then you open it, it's like, no, it's freaking coats. Now, had <laughs> you walked into the coat, I should have just, I should have just stayed in there, you know, and been like, no, this is what I want. I'm sleeping here tonight. <laughs> this is actually where I live. You didn't know that. <laughs> it was nicer than where I lived at the time, so. No. Well, I think that's good, man. I mean, I appreciate you coming on today. I really appreciate that list of feedback. I, I mean, taking the time to put that together, listening. Sure. You know, so now just... in post-production, this is where you would start playing the the last refrain from um, 
from With a Little Luck by Wings, and it would get louder and louder, and then we'd say goodbye, and it would hit it with that last, you know, that last release of tension in the song, that last refrain. Okay, you know, yeah, I don't know if I've ever even heard that song, so. Oh, it's really good. You're going to love it. Okay, so I think signing out from here, um, is there anything else you'd like to say to close it up? No, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I wasn't recording. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh really? You oh because <laughs> it doesn't say anything on mine. Yo, that concludes our show. Thank you, Phil, for coming on. You know, with a little luck, you know, nothing anything can happen. So I just want to appreciate you guys for listening. And remember, nothing is off the table.